Hello and welcome to the Brand Intimacy Academy, a five-week brand strategy program aimed at helping you define, curate, and develop a brand story, message, and strategy that helps you reach your business goals. In this week, week four, we'll be talking about your brand essence and what your brand personality and voice feel and sound like. I'm so excited that we've gone through your brand heart and we've spoken about your people. We dove into your brand messaging and the result you provide and the message you want to share with your people. This week, we'll be putting together a bigger picture of how you can communicate around your brand and start using everything we have discovered and worked through so far in your marketing. We can also start setting up some basic guidelines that are unique to you in your marketing efforts so that you're clearly communicating what you do, who you do it for, and why it matters to you and to your people. I may say the word right quite a bit in this training. Please remember that there is no right or wrong and right refers to what's right for you. Everything that I walk through in these pieces of training is great for you to go through and consider before our call, but I don't expect you to do this by yourself. You don't need to have all of these finalized by the call and we can work on it together. Your brand essence is made up of your brand personality, which are characteristics and attributes unique to you and your brand, your tone, your keywords, your copywriting library, and keywords and phrases to avoid in your communication. First, we're going to get into personality attributes. For this section, I encourage you to think about what your brand is. If you had to personify your brand, what attributes could you give it? I've dropped a few examples in the PDF for you so that you can see it can be any kind of adjective you feel shares the heart and essence of your brand as you've discovered it so far. Do keep in mind that your brand is a combination of you, your passions and strengths and experience and story and the result that you provide tailored for your people. Make a list of everything that comes to mind for you as you imagine your brand, your business as a person. Consider how it would connect and engage with other people. What is it? How does it act? What personality traits can you give it? What characteristics does it have? How does your brand messaging come across? It's really important to establish what your brand is but I feel like the next exercise is equally as important, but easy to overlook. Let's consider what your brand is not. These could perhaps be negative connotations of those personality traits or characteristics, or even the most extreme version of them. We're not going for the opposite here, because if you're saying you're one thing, it's already very unlikely that you're the opposite anyways. My favorite way to do this is to lay it out in a this but not that format. Next, we'll be getting into brand voice. This is basically how you're going to be communicating and connecting with your people in all communication efforts, on and offline, written and verbal. This has the potential to seem too simple and maybe even a bit redundant. 
you might be expanding your brand voice in a way that feels too uncomplicated, like first person singular, or silly, like my brand voice encourages being asked questions and openly shares answers, or unnecessary, like my brand voice leverages my natural flair for humor, or obvious, like my brand voice offers free advice, tips and tricks that are relevant to my people and my offers or products. Setting up a guideline or rulebook for yourself here allows you to keep your message cohesive and makes communication, writing, and talking about what you do and why it matters easier because you're not grappling with a new way to share your message, thoughts, or ideas all the time. So don't shy away from easy, simple, obvious answers here for yourself. Having them written out in a way that you can revisit when needed or keep in mind when developing a marketing strategy can be very handy. So consider how your brand thinks and acts, how it moves through the spaces you would operate and market within. This can feel a bit abstract, so I like to use headings here as a good starting point under which you can jot bullet pointed lists of words, phrases, or sentences. The headings are, my brand voice is, my brand voice sounds, my brand voice uses, my brand voice asks. This helps you understand how your brand voice will come to life and be experienced by your people, and also think about the full spectrum of communication alongside your goals, like considering singular or plural first person. Do you dream of having a team in the future? Do you want to give off a team agency firm vibe? Or would you want to communicate that it's just you and you are the person your audience will be dealing with when they reach out to your business? Next is brand tone. This connects quite a bit with your brand voice, but it's nice to dig in more and consider how you'd like your people to feel when they have interactions with you. We have spoken about this quite a bit over the last few weeks, but now I'd love for you to give it a name or a few names and get very specific about the tone of your brand. What overall mood and vibe are you trying to evoke? Draw up a list of ideas, and then you can translate that into the tone your brand would have. Aim for around four adjectives. Again, you might see or feel some repetition here from the goodness we got into last week talking about your brand message. That's a-okay. Repetition within your brand is not bad. It serves to reiterate your values, your message, your results. The more often your people hear, see, and experience those key forces, the more they remember them. That memory and understanding will be laminated onto their experience of you as a business and human. Next, we dive into your brand keywords. Your brand tone is a fab segue into your brand keywords, and I'd love for you to approach them in the same way that you did your values and brand messaging pillars. At the end of the day, they're just words, and I want us to give them more life and more power. You may have noticed a few important words, themes, or ideas that have persisted in each training so far as you think about your people and the result that you provide. If that happened, they're definitely important, and that's great. 
Our task now is to understand why they're important and give them some substance. We're going to define what they mean within the framework of your business and then bolster that with an action statement of how it manifests or is experienced in your business. As with the values, you can't just tell your people, this is my keyword. That won't immediately associate you with it and it won't actually mean anything. You want to establish a way that people experience it within your brand because that's a lot more powerful. Then we get into your copywriting library. This is such an exciting part of this training because it's highly usable throughout your business and marketing journey. Those keywords, I'd like you to take them and flesh them out into a small bank that you can draw from whenever you are creating content, writing copy, sending an email. Its aim is to take the reinvention of the wheel away so that you can experience more ease and make necessary business tasks smoother and faster. You can feel free to use a thesaurus, but I don't want you to just create a list of synonyms. It would be more useful if you took a look at all the words that could sit at the same table as your keyword, words that share the same message and speak to the same meaning behind them. It would be really handy to revisit what those keywords mean and how they're experienced. The goal would be to create a rich and diverse set of words, terms, or phrases that are unique to your brand voice and connects with the right people. Then we get into keywords and phrases to avoid. Now that you've thought so much about how your brand is experienced through communication, Think back to your people, what they need, what future you want for them, and the benefits they experience working with you. Did something come up for you during the brand message training and this one where you felt hesitation or resistance? A feeling of not wanting to share that message or not wanting your message to be perceived in that way? In your head or heart, these might feel like, I don't want my people to think this is what I do. I don't want them to think this is important to me. This isn't how I want them to experience my brand. This isn't the market or industry I want to position myself in. This isn't essential, but it's quite handy to have to ensure that you are evoking the right emotions and painting the right picture for your people, that your message is landing in the way that you want it to. A clear example I have of this is from my client Anusha, who owns a business called Tulisa Naturals. You saw some of her brand messaging examples in the brand messaging PDF. She creates these beautiful, all natural bath and body products that make use of the aromatherapy benefits of essential oils. And the use of those oils is very important to her and her story. Holistic, meditative, mindset, well-being, essential oils, were all very important words throughout her messaging. However, in order to not position herself as an essential oils distributor, MLM-aligned business, or alternative wellness advocate, we had to ensure we didn't include terms like cure, perfume, healing, medicinal, or preventative. So what words, terms, or phrases do you feel wouldn't share the right message or could perhaps put your people off of connecting 
or engaging with you because the words aren't describing their natural inclinations or are things that they're perhaps actively avoiding. I hope that explains a very abstract concept. I can't wait to chat about all things your brand essence on our call. You can bring your notes, bring your questions, and let's workshop these ideas into a brand voice that makes you really excited.